Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. And today we have a new guest. We have Miss Becca Frost, and she is talking about stepping into your desire and what you desire is what you deserve. And she is a certified relationship coach. And she's here to talk about how the hell do I get what I desire, honey? Let me know. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself. Thank you. Yeah, my name is Becca Forrest. And I have struggled with this for so long into stepping into my truth and really believing that what I desire is what I deserve. And so that has led me to this work I do now. Um, I work with individuals and groups in really tuning into themselves and getting really um, real essentially with what they want and how to navigate that. So that's really my jam. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome because this season is basically directed around uh, mindset and manifestation. And, and I think some of us definitely our biggest um, problem is like, what, what, what do I want? Or what do I deserve? Or what do I need? Like, how do I even go about this um, pathway of abundance? And how do I go about building this pathway of desire. So tell me a little bit about you. How did you get started in this? Like you said, you were having a hard time establishing it for your own self. So how did this all come about? Yeah. So it was about a couple of years ago. Um, I was working as a preschool teacher and I just knew it wasn't my calling. It wasn't what I wanted. And I was getting out of a really rough breakup dating someone new and, um, I was listening to a podcast and I, this, this person was advertising a program about doing the inner work on yourself. And I was like, you know what, this is time for me to say yes, damn it. Like I need to say <laughs> yes to myself yes. now. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Say yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. And, so, uh, go ahead. So, so a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I love that podcast kind of showed you that there was more out there than what you were kind of dealing with right, right at this moment. So the podcast kind of showed you that maybe you weren't in the right direction of you, um, what you actually desired. That's pretty, that's pretty crazy. Wow. It was was a combination of that and dating someone new who I was kind of awestruck by him because he was living out his dream. And Mm. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's what that looks like for him. And I think that's incredible. And so why aren't I chasing my dreams? Why aren't I going Mm. after what I want? And so um, it led me to this path of like, I went on a solo road trip for the first time. (laughs) 
what yeah <laughs> how okay so you were on and when you went on the solo road trip was it kind of because you were seeking clarity and seeking guidance of being with yourself and finding your desire yeah it was partly that and partly because he was someone that always went on these road trips he had to for work and I was like you know I've always wanted to do that but I've always given myself excuses. I was like, oh, I don't have a good enough car that I trust, or I don't have the money or the resources. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make sure that I can do everything I can for my car to be great. And I'm going to go and I'm going to really try this out. And and so that was like my first step of seeing, can I trust myself when no Mm. one's around? Okay. So you went on this this solo road trip and and this was basically what was this uh trip for it was to just have it where you were doing something and then kind of get into the self uh self-awareness mode of what really you want yeah it was really just something it was like a truth that was deep inside me of something like that I've always wanted to do but I was too fearful of uh-huh. And um, I was reading the You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And I, I, that was my Bible for the six days of the road trip. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was just an experience that I knew I wanted to have. And so I just went for it. Okay, cool. That's amazing. <laughs> like, I feel like women uh, in general, like probably for men, it'd, you know, be easy. And then if, you know, you got to work and you're traveling alone for work, that's kind of different. But I mean, some of us are like, I don't even want to go to a restaurant by myself, or I don't really want to be in that area where it's just me alone with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it's just me with me. Yeah. You know, so I got to find, I got to talk to myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I will say that was hard. I mean, the first three days, it was raining. I was in this like middle of nowhere ghost town in, in Nevada and camping. And oh. uh, yeah. And Jen, in that book, she just, she helped me. I was like, all right, you know what? Next day, I'm going to go on a hike. It's going to be sunny and I'm going to meet new people. And so I finally traveled to my destination in um, Torrey, Utah, and I I went on a hike. It was sunny, and I met a group of girls, and I ended up spending the rest of the trip with them. So, so you just met these girls, and you were like, hey. Yeah. Are best friends now? <laughs> well, so it's funny. <laughs> I am a natural. Well, I used to be very, very introverted, especially during okay. that time. And I was reading that ch- a chapter in that book and it was like, just do it. Just go out and do it. You can be scared and do it anyways. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to finish my hot chocolate. I'm going to pack up and I'm going to walk myself over there. They're having a bonfire and I'm going to see if I can join them. And uh-huh. I was like, hey, um, can I join you? <laughs> I said it so timidly. Like, Hi. <laughs> I'm your new best friend. You didn't know you needed, but you need me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so they're like, yeah, sure. So I pulled up my camping chair and they're great. They're a group of travel nurses just taking some time off. And yeah, oh, they were travel nurses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no wonder. Okay. So <laughs> nice. So this is crazy how you were just kind of set in all these directions. First, the podcast, then mm-hmm. you go on this trip by yourself. 
meet a bunch of travel nurses, aka probably gypsies, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can say that. Oh, I know that I know travel nurses. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I know travel nurses. No, but you definitely um you know meet a bunch of nurses that um probably you know are on their own kind of spiritual uh journey as well. You know, travel nursing is something that's really cool. Uh, I personally, I'm a creature of habit. Um. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see myself being a travel nurse, but to be a travel nurse takes a lot of um, guts and will. You're always at a new location, a new hospital. You're every day's kind of like day one, you know. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a that's a cool group of uh, nurses to get <laughs> connected with. <laughs> so how so when you started this and kind of went on this pathway, and you said that you always felt like you were in the education route, you were in the preschool teaching and that wasn't your true calling. Yeah. Okay. And then did you already know that when you went on this trip that you were unhappy or once you oh, were yeah. on this? Okay. No, I was fully aware. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and I was like, okay, this is going to be one, this is one action that I can take now where it's me choosing myself for the first time. And, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. I felt that really deeply because the person I dated that inspired me to go on this trip, we had to end things because it just wasn't working with our schedules. He was constantly traveling. And um, I really felt like dating him was the catalyst towards me loving myself and choosing myself, which is really awesome. So that's amazing. So he gave you an amazing gift of finding yourself and what you really need, even though he wasn't the right one for you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, maybe some twin flaming over there. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so when, so when you centered on that path and you're like, I'm not happy. He's kind of mm-hmm. not the right dude for me, but he showed me that you know I'm not happy and I need to put myself in a different mindset where I'm the top priority. Right. And you're now going to address what you desire. Yeah. Know what you desired right away because that's. that's I didn't. That's, that's a hard one. That is yeah. really hard. I didn't know. And I, for the longest time, I was just bouncing from job to job. And I was always mm. envious of the people that knew what they wanted to do and were passionate about their life's work. And I was like, oh, I want that so bad. Mm. And yeah, I listened to that that podcast and then stopped dating that guy went on the solo trip met those girls and I told those girls about this program that I was thinking of entering about doing all the self-work mm-hmm. on myself and also being in a community with people doing the same thing and they're like oh that sounds so cool and it was a prerequisite to become certified relationship coach and they were like oh that's awesome and so for the first time I saw a group of strangers seeing me and actually loving who I am and like cheering Mm -hmm. on. And so that was like the pivotal moment of being Mm -hmm. like, all right, I can do this. I want to try this out. Mm -hmm. And I I like that you address that because um, there's something I want to touch on that you said that these were strangers who Mm -hmm. were giving you like good job. They were giving you praise. They were saying, awesome. 
And what some of us don't realize is because I, I will be the first one to admit, like, um, (laughs) for all my pathways, all my journeys, you know, I'm a, I'm an emergency room nurse. I'm a uh, wife. I'm a mom. I'm, you know, I have all these journeys. I have all these pathways that I'm doing. Um, I also have the podcast. I have the tarot readings. I have the chakra education. I have the life coaching. I have it all. But what it centers back to is me. While I might not be able to expect others to see it, as long as I see it, that is the most valuable. And I think a lot of times people get caught up in how the people around us, like our inner circle, our family, our friends, our kids, our neighbors, our coworkers, they see us. And it doesn't matter how any of them see us as long as we see ourselves. And strangers who don't know you, they don't know your jobs before, they don't know what you've done, they don't know who you are, they don't know that, you know, your bathroom is a mess. They don't know that you always, uh, when you're angry, bleach the shit out of your kitchen. They don't know all your traits, Mm -hmm. but they see a glimpse of you and they see something that they enjoy and something that they like. And then they're able to give you more praise sometimes than your own circle can. And when this happens, it's almost like a sign. I I personally think it's a sign from the universe saying, this you're on the right direction you're on the right path because while these others don't see it somebody else does Mm -hmm. so I like that you shared that that's great so so what happened so you did you just kind of come home from this trip and you're like oh shit now what (laughs) yeah I was kind of on a high I was like oh that was such a crazy incredible trip And here Uh I am going back to work. And so the high probably lasted like, I don't know, three days. And then I was like, oh, here I am. Um, But then I was like, okay, if I really want to do this program, I'm going to sign up and apply. You have to get interviewed. Um, So I did that the next like month and a half. And then um, in August, I think of 2019, I started the program. So I did that in correlation with um, staying at my current job. And uh, the reason I stayed actually is because I had applied to nine jobs when I was in this state. I was like, I want to get out. And uh, I heard from no one. I was like, wow, okay. Clearly the universe has something else planned. I don't know what it is. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Okay. So, so now you're kind of at this part where you're like, what, okay, what, what do I do? What's going on? I did the program. So then once you jumped in the program, Mm -hmm. is that when you kind of started to feel like what your desire was? Because I'll be honest. um, I feel that none of us really have a, yes, we all have our true passions. Do you know what I mean? Like we have passions, we have, um, we have desires, we have cravings, we have intentions, we have whatever we're seeking. Um, I think they're all work related, not 100% because 
I have seen, (laughs) I have seen nurses who, you know, have been in the nursing realm or they've been, you know, in this profession and this was their calling, you know, when you're in nursing school, you think, you know, this is my healing. This is my practice. This is what I want to do. And they get into the profession and then they absolutely hate it. And they realize it's not my calling. I fucked up. I don't even like this shit. What am I doing? You know, and then (laughs) fuck, I'm working hard. And then you get people, a different, maybe an artist who maybe is doing their passion and they love what they're doing. And, you know, it's great, but then they're also having areas where their passion is not serving them and it's tapping into their other desires of maybe making money. Maybe they're struggling. It's struggling to sell to get by you know Mm -hmm. so how do one find a desire and fulfillment that they can live with like live off of is that what you're saying right like live with live off of because like like for me I mean yeah podcasting is great you know would I want to be a podcaster um, 24 seven, you know, have my own radio show. I don't know, maybe, but does it pay the bills? Not that much. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Do I want to devote 20 hours a day on a, you know, not that much, you know, it would get, I would think it, I would get burnt out of just my passion. So like, with me, like growing up, I love to cook. And my dad used to always tease me and say, you're a good cook. You should, um, you should have a restaurant. You should open up a restaurant. That should be what you should do. He saw me as, um, being somebody who would cook or have a restaurant and he would tease me about that. Mm -hmm. But I never wanted to do that because that was my passion. And I was scared if I became a cook, I would hate it. So <laughs> I, right? I don't yeah, know. That's valid. <laughs> you know, if, if I'm fucking cooking all day and everybody's like, hey, you put cheese on this and I told you not to put cheese on it, you know, maybe I yeah. would start to hate cooking or I would get home and I wouldn't want to cook or I would, the last thing I ever want to do is look at a skillet again. I don't know. Do you, like, yeah. Yeah. So I how, hear you. How, <laughs> how do we find this, this common ground where we could have our desires, we could have our passions and we can live off of it and we can live with it, I guess is what I'm asking. Like, how did you get to that place? You know, that's a really good question. And I think that's probably unique to everyone. Um, for me personally, I got support, um, from essentially my parents because I, you know, off of a teacher salary, I can't pay, I, I couldn't pay for the full tuition of these programs that I was in. And so, um, I was able to get some support, thank- thankfully from them. Um, so it just is a matter of if you truly want it, you have to kind of get creative and think of, okay, where, where can I reach and seek opportunities Um, and it does take humility. It it can. And so it's just a matter of, okay, let's, let's take my ego aside. (laughs) This is my true desire. Um, what do I need to get there? And if you don't know, try and find people that have that same desire that you're wanting and, and see if you can just talk to them and connect with them and see what they've learned and what they have gotten out of their experience. Mm, Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So then, um, what was your, 
like so getting on this path and then finding did you automatically find like a relationship and was that automatically like this is what I desire or was was it much more than just business it was probably like um personal as well what 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 desires personally my my dad my desires personally when I first got into the program you know my intention was just to do the work on myself but the grander purpose for me was to be in a community where people can like take off their masks and get real and vulnerable and I the only label I felt comfortable with um has been an old soul I feel like I'm 85 years old in a 27 year old body <laughs> girl don't yeah. even get me started on the old soul stuff <laughs> shit. right now, like <laughs> I don't think I got the energy for all this shit because I'm still tired from the first life I was living. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, so I knew from a young age, I just really looked at at the world at a grander scale and I really wanted to connect with people on a deeper level, but I was too shy and I didn't know how to do it. Um, and I grew up as an only child. And so it really came from that hunger to deeply connect with someone else. Um, mm. Yeah. So that was my why. And it, it still is. It's still like literally a, my, the greatest pleasure and honor to be in the presence of someone who wants to take off the masks and live life differently. Yeah, definitely. I, I like how you said taking off the mask because so many of us live in this mask of what we think others or what we think we should view happiness as um like I've a part of me really has this centered because um right now with you know how everything's going with the pandemic but 2020 2021 probably 2022 mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> like everybody's just trying to find their self and I think um with 2020 it was this huge like almost like wake-up call like not even necessarily yeah. like but just kind of like this wake-up call of you know everything can be gone tomorrow I mean People who work in the medical field, I feel like already know that, but people who just everyday life, like the reality of life can be very long and life can be very short. Mm-hmm. How do you live it? Yep. And what, and what in the long run makes you happy with your everyday life? Like there's been talk about so many mer- uh, nurses and critical care nurses leaving bedside, which in actuality, I just think a lot of them are burnt out. Totally. It's extremely burnt out. Um, but then I talk to other people and I'm like, have you thought about leaving? You know, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you're by the computer. I'm a, Hey, 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 I know what's going around. <laughs> you're thinking about leaving. I'm thinking about leaving. You thinking about leaving. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, We've got to do it first. (laughs) Right. Let's talk about this. You leave, I leave. Like, what's going on? But but then you see some of the nurses who have left Mm -hmm. and they're like, but I'm still not happy. Yeah. I'm still not happy. 
there's something else while I gave up this, which I felt like at the time was mm-hmm. affecting me. Yeah. I got all this right and now I'm working more or I got a manager who's up my ass or I got all these other issues that I didn't have before. Yeah. So it's like, it's always like this win, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose. Like you can't have it all. Yeah. You it's like, how balance. do you, how do you water right. the grass that's on the side that you're on versus right. how, exactly. And I love that you said that. Cause that is an amazing, how do you water, fertilize, grow? <laughs> how do you take care of the grass you're all? Because some of us can't change our lifestyle. Like some of us can't change our profession. Some of us can't change, you know, the fact that we got, you know, three badass kids. You know, maybe now you wish you didn't have three badass kids. <laughs> We're traveling the world, but girl, you got the three badass kids. You got yeah. them. <laughs> so like how do we take care of ourselves and find what makes us happy when we can't change our surrounding areas yeah I love that question um and I think for me something that I got challenged by by that guy that I I dated before I went on that trip was he said what made you smile today I was like oh shit oh, wow <laughs> Like, wow. yeah, just something that <laughs> simple. And it challenged me like, all right, like what things, what little things can I do that bring me happiness? You know, mm-hmm. definitely. Definitely. I feel like that's what I'm really trying to be centered on more is like the little things and not automatically into the big things or tune into the, like the big things are great. I love them. Like I love them. Yeah. But, um, the little things like today, I just, um, before we hopped on, I just did an interview for a TV show and you know, I'm watching it. And of course it automatically, as I'm watching, I'm thinking all these negative thoughts. I'm like, Oh yeah. Lord, I look tired. Ooh, girl, <laughs> your hair. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and you, and we're so critical of ourselves and we're mm-hmm. so critical of everything. Like, you know, I knew I should have got that good hairspray, you know, but like we're so, <laughs> yeah. we're so, you know, critical of everything that we do. Like we are our own biggest critic. Mm-hmm. You know, but instead of looking at that, I'm ignoring the fact that I even was asked to be on a TV show, number one. And second, you know, I had everything that I wanted to address was addressed. Mm-hmm. Everything else, you know, didn't matter that my curls fell out of my hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that I still have. <laughs> in my eyes because I worked last night you know what I mean like so everything that I felt I needed to accomplish I accomplished so you have to look at the big things and then also when I came home I saw a hawk in my tree um mm-hmm. looking right at me as I pulled oh, up wow. the street so that was another sign that I've completed my mission and totally. it was sitting you know so and it greeted me and I got it on film and I'm going to make a vlog about it and it can it's like the universe is always talking to us it's always giving us these tools to see 
what we want, to see what we really need, to see what our desires are. We just have to really see it, listen to it and feel it. And then we can move forward. So I, I definitely, yeah, because the, the little things like what makes you smile today Mm -hmm. is a huge thing. I mean, yeah, there's so many, it's huge. There's so many little things that make us smile and we really need to like pay attention to those, those little things. Yeah. And savor it, you know? Yeah, they are sacred. They're very sacred. So how did you start? Did you start doing more like gratification work, more gratitude work or um, getting more tuned into um, just everyday little practices or? I think I just was more aware of myself and how I was living day to day. And it was like a, it was a hard look in the mirror like, okay, Mm. but I'm not living the way I want to. And, um, being in that community in that program really opened my eyes of like how much can just human connection lights up my soul. And Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what I chose to do more of. And it's funny you mention the little things because my, my friend is actually a nurse and she is so drained and exhausted from it. And she inspires Mm -hmm. me every day to look up at the trees and be grateful and like, just notice mm-hmm. the wind blowing the leaves and like just noticing the beauty around you is so huge. Mm-hmm. I got to get your friend's information because my next season is going to be on um, burnout and trauma. And, um, oh my PTSD. gosh. Yeah. So you got to share that info. I with definitely girl will. She would love to connect with you because it's going to be a very, um, I, I have a feeling there's going to be tons of nurses. <laughs> well, just because I'm a nurse, all my friends are nurses, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nurses listen to the podcast. Yeah. So I feel like it is going to be, um, very much centered, especially with healers be mm-hmm. and coaches and people who are in that area of helping yep. and giving back. It's, it, it's very emotionally drained because we spend most of our day fixing others, helping others and doing stuff for others. Mm-hmm. And then we never really do it for ourselves. And that's a huge disconnect that many of us have, um, how to bring it back to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And she does a lot of that stuff too. So, um, great. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Uh, shoot me her info. So how, where do you see with people stepping into their path? Because you went on your journey by joining and a community that helped you and getting certifications and really addressing what you wanted like personally Mm -hmm. and professionally, but where do you see most people, where is their almost like disconnector from self and their desires? Oh gosh. Um, I think I most, I mean, I'm a relationship coach, so I I do see it in their relationships. But it, relationships are huge. Yeah, huge. And it, but honestly, it just boils down to their relationship with themselves and looking at what agreements they break with themselves, with their partners, mm-hmm. um, and getting really honest with themselves. And um, I think it comes from maybe like a dual impact from how they're raised from their parents and society as a whole of like, oh, you should do this, you should do that, to where 
you don't know what you want anymore because you have all these fears and shoulda, woulda, coulda. I, I call it shouldville. <laughs> and and your truth, your truth of <laughs> home does not live in shouldville. <laughs> mm, that's amazing. It is the shouldville. Like everybody, yeah. everybody has like, you shoulda, you coulda, you shoulda did this, you shoulda, did, you know, mm-hmm. what didn't, you know, that's why it's like, okay, well, this worked for you and this worked for me and this worked for you and this worked for me. But that doesn't necessarily mean that we are going to be the same. Exactly. Yeah. And what may have worked for you probably wouldn't have worked for me. Mm-hmm. Like, and I could see how a relationships and telling like your desires is hard because um, some of us are complete opposite, even though we're in a relationship together or a relationship with a child and a mother or a father vice versa or whatever siblings or coworkers or whoever is in a relationship but until you like you in your mind know what you want nobody else is going to um know about it and when you th- think of relationships do you feel that it's beneficial <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm asking this question for personal reasons <laughs> go for it girl <laughs> when, uh, when you are in a relationship do you think it's best to tell people what you desire or what you plan on doing or just doing it Ooh, <laughs> that's a good question okay so i first like to look at who I'm potentially wanting to tell this to. Okay. So I, Mm -hmm. if it's a friend who is really like has way different interests than me and just operates the like through the world differently than me, they're probably not going to um, receive my desire well, because that's just not how they go through the world. Like if I'm a dreamer and they're a realist, it's not, it's kind of going to clash. And so but if you're with someone who's open-minded and, and is supportive and know, you know, they are going to be your cheerleader. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Tell them what you want. Right. Right. I like that you said that because <laughs> I'm tell you what. <laughs> so a lot of times I'm just a doer. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just have that mindset like, hey, I don't want to hear anybody else's opinions because I think they might distract me or I think they might yeah. try to put me off my game or put me off my mm-hmm. path or put me off my thing. So a lot of times I just do shit. And yeah. and a lot of times like like today, my, my son's like, what are you doing? Where are you going? I'm like, oh, I got an interview with TV station. He's like, what the hell is going on around here? He's and like, I love that. It's like, like I got stuff me. to do, honey. Make sure the dogs got, you know, go outside, go to the bathroom. Like, yeah. mama's got stuff to do. But, yeah. And, but, but see, sometimes it can affect a relationship because then people are like, well, why didn't you tell me? How come you didn't tell me you were doing this? How come you didn't tell me you were doing that? You yeah. know, or now I feel left out because you should have told me. But mm. then also, I think like what you were saying, that's right. How the other person perceives your path is a huge, a huge okay. circumstance. Right. Because, for instance, if somebody is on a mission to do something, like let's say, 
you are thinking about starting your own business, for instance, Mm -hmm. and maybe your partner's not really feeling it, although it's a huge thing, huge, huge thing. And it will affect the relationship, but it's something that you want to do, yeah. but you know, there's going to be conflict. Mm-hmm. Is it better just to sit in that area of not doing it? Or is it better to just do it and then see what happens? I mean, ugh, this reminds me of a podcast all about human design. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and the, the woman on the podcast is like, my husband is a manifesting generator and he just has to try it. And he doesn't know if he's going to like it until he tries it. And like, that's a lot of risk involved. Um, <laughs> so but, I don't uh, understand. I'll be honest. I don't understand human design at all. Um, it's Okay. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I do other model. I do the chakra system. I I think they're kind of similar, but different. I'm big on astrology, human design. I looked it up and everybody's like manifestor generators are like the best things ever. They manifest everything. (laughs) And I'm like, Whoa, what do these people sound? Okay. So I, I, I just remember I looked it up and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I I should be a manifest. This is before I even knew what it was about, girl. I just looked it up. I'm like, I think I should be a manifested generator. I put it it on my little codes, you know, whatever it is they ask. They're like, generator. I'm like, I didn't get the manifester part. No, girl, you got the generator. I'm like, good lord, I feel like a transformer. (laughs) What's a generator? Somebody help me out here. <laughs> you definitely are a doer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's a doer. They just it's do doer, stuff. But it's like it, the, the, what is it? The, how they go about life is essentially responding to what comes into their realm. So if like you got a, a what is it? A TV show opportunity and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to do that. And then you just go do it. So something uh-huh. come into your lap and then you respond going from there. That's like the right. consensus of it. Yeah. Okay. And then what's a manifester generator? They um, just have to try everything. <laughs> they, <laughs> they are quick. They have like a lot of different passions and it um, could lead them to not being super focused on one thing, but um, yeah, they, they, Along with the generator piece, they follow towards the things that light them up. Okay. Um, and then there's just the manifester and then there's just the generator, right? Yes. I don't, and I don't a know protector if- and reflector, but we're, we're getting off topic. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off topic. I don't know human design, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I'd love to answer your question without all of that. Um, I would say I would love to sit down let's say it's a partner and have an honest conversation about, Hey, this is what I desire. Let's go over like, how will it impact the family and and this relationship and how can we navigate this as a team? Oh, that's great. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I, I think when you're talking about desires, definitely there should be some communication like, um, for the most part, you know, I, this is why I say I never give relationship advice. I mean, like, I'm not like me, I, I can help people set goals and I can help you 
heal your chakras, balance your chakras and talk about your chakras and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But relationship advice, you don't want relationship advice for me. You <laughs> <laughs> not want relationship advice for me. I'm not the one to be given relationship advice. I might have you broken up in like a week. Yeah. You might get arrested. You probably should not listen to me. Okay. So I'm going to send them all your way. Sounds good. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely. So. Yeah, definitely talk to your person about your desires. <laughs> Don't yes. be crazy. Yes. <laughs> so what um what do you see most people when they're getting ready to step in their desires? How do they put themselves in the right mindset to do so? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, Girl, I got good questions. <laughs> yeah, you got real good questions. Do you do this for a living? <laughs> you know, kind of. <laughs> um, I think it it boils down to getting quiet with yourself. And something I like to tell my clients is the only, the most important opinion of you and your life is your own. And that is it. And so really trusting that that is the case. And um after that, um, I just got a blank. <laughs> um, after that, the f what I have experienced and what a lot of people I've heard experience is the fear thoughts yes, just that's what amplified, I was right? Fear. Like mm -hmm. the fear of like, I can't do this. What if this happens? What if that happens? And that's when they get the loudest <laughs> is when you're, you're like, okay, I think I'm going to act on this true desire. And, um, and I yeah. always tell people that it, it takes courage and courage doesn't mean like the fears have gone away. It's deciding, mm -hmm. okay, I'm scared shitless, but I'm going to do this because this is really what I want. So oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And something I, um, I took away from that, uh, how to be a badass book by Jen Sincero. One thing she put said in there was there's a difference between wanting and deciding. Like I can want. Mm -hmm. To, to live my best life by sitting on the couch. I could dream up everything, but deciding mm -hmm. to do it takes actual action. Yes, I love that because I feel like a lot of us second guess our decisions. I know I do. I feel like many people do. Like I want my... So <laughs> when I got asked to be on the, on the show and he sent me the thing, I'll... I'll be completely honest. I thought it was like a spam. I ignored it. Like the first uh -huh. one, I was like, I don't, I don't know what this dude's talking about. <laughs> like, what the hell? Ignored it, right? Yeah. Sent me sent another one. I said, oh, let me look at kind of looked at it. I said, oh, it looks legit. Okay. So I responded. So then I responded and he's like, okay, send me this email with all your things. And I'm thinking, okay. And I was meaning on doing it, but I got distracted with work. And da, 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 da. he sent me another one I mean I'll be honest by now I would have been like screw this girl right but, yeah. <laughs> but he sent me another one was like okay we're on the show da, da, da. so then I said oh okay yes let me message him back with all the things but still it was like that imposter syndrome or that actual mm -hmm. decision of second like is this real? Is this sure? Am I sure about this? And I said, yes. And then I'm thinking, this still isn't real. 
Do you know what I mean? Like this still isn't yeah. really happening. And then basically, I mean, I, you know, was like, okay, he is on TV, but is he gonna fake? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I hear you. We said, girl, let me tell you, I was like, is this really? Am I really? And then when I saw the camera, dude, I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh, shit. I'm really gonna be on TV. These fools are tripping. Oh, <laughs> he's <God>. serious. Right? <laughs> Do not second guess your desires, people. <laughs> no. And you know, it's so funny you mentioned that. I kind of had that today. I was like having that imposter syndrome of, oh gosh, like, do I know how to step into my truth? How do I teach? I'm like, this is what I do. And then at this the same is what time, you do. Fears. Yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. This is what you do. And when you're stepping into your desire, you have to own it and really say, this is what I do. This is who I am. This is my desire. So how do you give me three tips on how do you help people step into their desire? Okay. So I've got four questions to ask. Ooh, for me? I don't know. Just, just. (laughs) Okay. Well, if you want to pen and paper, you can. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Let's go. Um, First thing to ask yourself is what do I want out of this situation, this relationship, this job? What is it? What does that look like? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if I say, what do I want? Like, okay, I want a healthy relationship with myself. Okay. What does that look like? It looks like setting aside time for me literally to be my own parent and, and let me feel my emotions. Or uh, I'm going to listen to my body. And right now it says I want to put on some badass music and dance. Like, listen to yourself. Um, next one is why do I want it? Why do I want a healthy relationship to myself? This is just an example. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's because I want to live a life that I'm proud of and that I'm happy, um, and content to, to be living this life that brings me true joy. Okay. Fourth, Mm -hmm. what are the, what are the steps to get there? And it can be something small. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I got to think of like 20 things to do. Just think of like one or two steps. Um, yeah. Yeah. So those are the four questions. What do I want? What does that look like? Why do I want it? And what are the steps to get there? Oh, that's amazing. That's great. Yeah, definitely have to ask yourself, what is it that you want, desire? Mm-hmm. How can people find you? Yeah. So I have a website. It's called BeccaForest.com with two C's and two R's. I have an Instagram. It's called at Becca Forest Coaching. And then I have a clubhouse. It's called uh, Wake Up to Your Wisdom. I am on there every Wednesday at 11 Pacific Standard Time. And we just chat all about getting awareness and being real and authentic. And it's a space for everyone to connect and share together. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you. I just want to thank you so much for being on the show. And I'm sharing all your wisdom about stepping into your desires and giving people tips. And once again, I just want to thank the audience and listeners uh, for listening to Chakras and Passwords. Please follow, like, subscribe, and uh, definitely give us a it helps us move up the podcasting hierarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right? <laughs>
everybody have a great day and thank you becca as always i will put all her information in the show notes so you can reach her find her and discover how to step into your desires thank you bye bye thank you Catherine. bye thank you